everybody welcome to another episode of balance and water this is your girl balance and i'm here with my partner water and we're back for the new year happy new year everybody (laughs) how are you how are you i'm fine how's the new year been so far we're what three days in now same shit same shit I mean, uh, you know, you've taken some time off, or at least you should have. So, how has that been so far? I've been hibernating for the last two days. That sounds exciting. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could have hibernated. (laughs) Okay. So, is that hibernation, like, not talking to anybody, just like... You doing self care? Me being in the house, I just never. I didn't leave the house since the last client that I did on Friday. Oh, the so last night was the first like day that I left last left out of the house last night. Well, that's exciting. Just to see what was going on in the world and ain't shit going on, so I came <laughs> back in. You just wanted to see if you missed out on anything for the new year. If anything changed drastically, huh? I mean, I wasn't expecting anything to change. We left 2021 with the world being on fire. So, like, I wasn't <laughs> expecting shit to be different coming in. Like, nah, we left out on some bullshit. So, you know. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad you're taking some well-needed time to yourself. You worked hard this past year. Hopefully you can just do some reflection and, you know, we usually give our little new year, new us spill like the week prior to the actual new year. Um, I don't care about that shit. Right. That shit is done for us. So I was like, we can spare them this year. Like, don't even worry about it. If you want to go into the new year being the same you, fuck it. Do you? Nobody cares anymore. I mean, the world surely doesn't give a shit. It It ends like shit and it starts like shit. So why do we need to change? Exactly. So I don't feel like exactly. I don't feel like we're the problem anymore. It's the world's problem. It's the world. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I am pretty much this episode. I just kind of want to do a reflection on this past year, and then kind of want to discuss like what are your expectations this upcoming year? Like, how do you think things will be for you? Um, for me personally, the way that COVID is going. You know, I was actually kind of excited for the new year, like midway through December. And then shit started going crazy with the whole Omariana, Omicron, whatever it is, variant coming around um, with COVID. And now it seems like we're getting the same transition that we had the end of 2020. Mm-hmm. And it seems like the world is definitely like this new year seems like it's going to go the same way that last year went where we thought we were getting back to some normalcy and here comes this new shit coming around and now everything is still going to be affected. And so Mm -hmm. I had hopes of, you know, maybe the mental of the world changing and being a little bit better now that people are able to address it. But now I see it probably getting worse because now you're on year two 
with most likely the same situations that we had in 2021. Right. So what are your thoughts on this next year? Do you think that it'll possibly change for the better? Or do you think we'll possibly see the same thing we saw in 2021? Um, I think it's going to pretty much be the same thing. I think this is just the year. I mean, I know for me personally that this is a year of um, uncomfortability. Is this a word? I mean, it will be. We can. You can say it. I mean, they, they get what you mean. You knew where I was going. With. Right. Uncomfortability? Uncomfortable. That's probably not. No, it sounds good. I like um, it. I like okay. it. Um, Hopefully we don't have no English majors on here. I mean, if you use um, it a lot, they just add it to Urban Dictionary. So just keep using it. <laughs> well, yeah, I think this is going to be the year for me to be uncomfortable. Is, um, Intentionally uncomfortable. Does that mean by pushing yourself? Like, um, Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because at this point, like, if you're still doing the same regular shit after two years of complete chaos, mm-hmm. um, if if you're just still, I mean, it, okay, I shouldn't say that. If you're doing the same thing and you're okay and you're content with your life, fine. There's, you don't need to go and start doing crazy shit that sh- that's not of you. Stay <laughs> stay with what you're doing. You're fine. But for those of us who know that there's so much more out here than just whatever we've been doing, um, if it hasn't shifted you over these last two years seeing what's going on, then there's something wrong with you. Right. And so I just feel like this year is going to be a time that I'm going to be uncomfortable, but in a, in a pleasant way. Right. Yeah. I, I agree. I, you know, even for myself, I was having this discussion with someone before, um, right before new year. So, New Year's Eve, I was supposed to go skydiving. And as I said before, I am one of those people, I'm terrified of of heights. I hate flying in an airplane. But it's just something about, like you said, the past two years of chaos. It's almost like, what do you fear? And it's like... like If I didn't die in the last two years, then shit. (laughs) Look, I I might as well try to die somewhere else. And if I survive (laughs) it, then it's almost like I'm invincible. Right. And so, it's just like after what I've seen or we've seen over the past two years, it's almost like I feel like I need to push myself to take more risks. Now, not, not uh, dumb risks, but just yeah, take responsibly. Yeah. But just take those risks instead of saying, you know, well, I'm going to wait till next year. I'm going to wait till the next six months. It's like, just do it. Cause clearly, you know, more than ever, you knew that everyone had an expiration date. We all knew that, was going to come but now it just seems so like it can happen tomorrow yeah it's it's i guess it's, it's just so much more real now yes it, it's more common it, too i mean that that probably comes with age too mm-hmm. i don't I'm, I'm sure the older because you know when you're young you don't ever think about death right the same t- same way that um you think about age and time differently when you're younger, mm-hmm. right? 30 sounds so old. Mm-hmm. Time seems so much slower. Yes. And then when you get to 30, it's like, damn, shit. Like, <laughs> 30 doesn't seem old anymore. And right. everything seems like it's going fast. So, right. <laughs> like, everything switches. And when when that happens to you, you start to look at things differently in life. Right. And then there's just... You should. 
and 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 that's really what happened and it's like with the whole COVID situation and us being inside and having almost the same routine because we were unable to do those different things where we're pretty much bandaged it's almost like it caused you to look at life and how fast it was going because before you would just be living you're like dang the year went by fast but you weren't really paying attention but it's like you're looking at your life through a glass window just pass you mm-hmm. by and being inside it's like okay you're handicapped you're restricted you can't do a lot of things you want to do just because of what's going on in the world so now it's causing you to reflect on what could you do what would you like to do mm-hmm. what risk would you like to take and so I think that this year, you know, I don't know if the world will be shut down again. I don't I don't know. Not that I really care. But it's just like, why not take that risk today or tomorrow? Right. Go for it. And right. it's like you see so many people taking risks and it's almost like, you know, if you do fail, it is what it is. Figure it out tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, what is failure really? Like, okay, yeah. you fail, so... Failure doesn't mean that you don't get the opportunity to, to do again. It just right. means the way you went about this thing, just it didn't work out. So now we find another way. Right. We got to find it. another thing, which whatever it is, you know, it doesn't mean that everything ends just because it didn't work out. Right. <laughs> and a lot of times it just means it may be a new beginning for something else. You know, maybe you're being redirected in a different area to try to get to your, you know, your outcome or whatever goal that you're trying to accomplish. Um, And I think another thing that that'll happen this year or what I'm trying to work on is honestly like expanding relationships. Um, Not that I was a rude person before. Um, All righty. Okay. Well, I'm, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinions. I don't think I was. I think I'm the sweetest person ever. Um, I can't really say the same about you, but it's you kind know. of like licorice if you think about yourself being <laughs> sweet. I mean, oh, okay, you're like, a, you're like a peppermint. All righty, all right, okay, yeah. You know, I'll take that. <laughs> Yeah. For Caribbean people, she's like a ginger candy. She's mm. like one of those. Like mm. it has sweetness to it, but it's an it acquired taste. It clearly. Hmm. All right. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like um, I guess this towards the end of the year, I started mingling just with different folks, whether it was on social media or in person in passing, and it was just like I've seen so many different aspects of life through different individuals um based on maybe what they've been through what they exposed to me just by you know just by maybe a few minutes or just having lunch with someone and honestly I found that I, I enjoy that just the mm-hmm. different I'm starting to enjoy the differences of people cuz mm-hmm. before we were all like this person is different I ain't got time for that this and that but it's right. just like meeting new people and seeing their differences it all it almost expands my own mind. And I'm one of those people that I hate reading. I hate expanding my mind in the aspect of reading different novels or whatever. I rather have them in conversation or hearing other people's experiences. And now it's like I want more of that. I want to see who's been to Dubai. What were your experiences? What did you do? 
how did you grow mm-hmm. up? You know what I'm saying? Different things like mm-hmm. that. Um, and I found myself even conversing more with military brats, like military kids, just because they've been all over the world. They've, they've constantly had to adapt. They've had a number of different experiences. And it's just so unique to me because I guess I grew up the normal quote unquote normal way. Well, you know, I was born in Florida, stayed in Florida my whole life. You know, I visit a couple of states, but that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm starting to. It's all about perspective for yeah. you at this point in your life. Right. right. And, and, and being um, accepting people's different perspective in life. Right. Because it can't, you can't just keep surrounding yourself with, with you. Right. Right? Like, that shit would be boring. I mean, I think I'm pretty cool, but, you know, uh, mm. at, some, tomato, tomato. at some point, that shit would be uh, really annoying. Yeah. So, and it gets to a point where kind of like your core friends, it's the same shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because that's your foundation that's your base like that's your like your home you go right. like, those are the people that you go to but if you really want to um experience some things and expand your life you have to understand other things that people are going through mm-hmm. you know i can't talk to my friends about being a military brat because ain't none of their family <laughs> none of them are military <laughs> brats i can't talk to them about you know uh traveling the world because right them motherfuckers don't even have a passport, so <laughs> what are we talking about, right? But if that's my new thing. Right. Who I have to allow other people to come into my life mm-hmm. and have those conversations. Now, I'm not saying you're going to become BFFs with everybody, right. but you have to allow yourself to experience other people. Right, right. And, and be okay with the difference of conversations or outlooks or opinions, you know? And that's something I, I enjoy not necessarily debating now, but just kind of challenging different discussions that most people, you know, they just want to hear it their way and they want people to agree with what they have to say or the way they look at things to kind of make them feel good about their thoughts. But it's interesting to me now to just listen, listen more than I talk. So when I'm having conversations and someone is given a perspective that I didn't think about that I feel like maybe is rather unique or I would have definitely not gone that route i ask questions now like why how did you get to that outcome of thinking this way mm-hmm. and that that challenges me to think outside of my norm it challenges me to think more about where i am and are my thoughts just stuck in a box or am i being simple-minded and that's very challenging but it's it's unique now to me mm-hmm so I yeah I think that's the biggest that's one of the major things that I look forward to this year is building different relationships with different individuals that are not like myself. Um, I have a great personality to where I can mingle with anybody in any type of room, but it's like now I want to do it not just because I'm in an environment where I'm supposed to mingle, but I want to do it because I want to be here. Because I want to hear what they have to say, not just small talk, but just like really ask questions, get into their mind. And you yeah. never, you never know what you may learn from someone. You never, you never know who you may encounter. They may help you with whatever risk that you're thinking about taking this upcoming year. And I've learned that too this past year, you know, a, a number of opportunities have come to me just in conversation, you know, not even thinking or knowing someone's background 
and you're getting opportunity just because of what you've exposed yourself to just by you being open. So I think that is a challenge that I would, I would definitely recommend for everybody this upcoming year is, you know, making different relationships. Like you said, not trying to be like a BFF or, you know, your girl for life or your homeboy for life. If it it turns into that, that's fine. Right. You know, but it's just opening your mind, um, to people. Right. And understanding that, you know, we all are experiencing this panorama that's going on (laughs) (laughs) in the world, but we're all experiencing it differently. And so just even being able to see certain people, you know, there's one side of the panorama where I'm, I'm hearing the you know, people are barely surviving and they don't, you know, they, they don't have no money. They don't have this. And but from my perspective, what I'm seeing, I'm seeing the total opposite. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing a legally. We're mm-hmm. not talking about PPP money. I'm talking about legally. <laughs> I'm seeing so many expansions in business and I'm seeing so many people change their career paths and, mm-hmm. and go into something else. And, I'm seeing people be, you know, more um, more on social and, and speaking to their audience and just engaging completely different than they were before. And I'm like, oh, okay, so, I mean, it, it is kind of some bullshit that's going on, but there's still good happening. And those are the people that, you know, you want to connect with. Right. Because they're going somewhere. If, if they could be expanding during this panorama then shit when we're back to some sort of normal what's gonna happen to them then you know and those are the people i want to align myself with right yeah i mean like you said i see a lot of people expanding illegally and legally um (laughs) you know and outside of the ppp how the hell they're scamming i can't tell you exactly how they're scamming the government but i know they're doing a damn good job job at it (laughs) And they're not getting caught, and it could be because the PPP has all their t- the government's attention. They can't focus on everybody. They got to choose okay. one avenue, and right now, the PPP is what they're focusing on from last year and the year before that. You know, they're going to be backed up with that for a and while. Then, so, if you took the PPP and it turned into something good for you, great. I'm here for it too. Yes, sometimes we need a stepping stone. Now, I don't know. If we want to call it Jesus, but you I, know. <laughs> God blesses us in many ways. Okay, fine. I mean, and it could be, it could be Jesus because you didn't get caught. Now, if you get caught, then I'll say it's the devil's work. But (laughs) since you're not, you know, maybe that was his blessing to you to do what was right with that. And I'm okay with that. You know, I'm I'm just all about this whole positivity thing that we're experiencing now. Um. One thing I will say that I have enjoyed over this whole, this last 2021 year, um, is all the unique foods that people have just decided to create while they were in the house. I don't know if, you know, people creating these different food combinations have come from them being bored in the house or not having groceries and just doing what the fuck they wanted to do with food. Like the combination. You know, you see the people with the, like the pickles and the cotton candy and shit like that. Ew. The, right? Yeah, 
But it's really unique to see how creative people are when I guess either they're fucking bored or they ain't got groceries. That's exactly what that is. That sounds like jail food to me. <laughs> it's so many. And they're, I guess, me watching TikToks. The shit becomes trendy. I almost want to try it, but I'm not that far-fetched. But I like, mm-hmm. I, I enjoy watching it. And it's almost like it shows you how creative people can be. And I wouldn't even, I don't know if I would call them shelves now. Would I call them a shelf? No, you would not. <laughs> I'm just that giving is away very titles. Disrespectful. <laughs> okay? Because there's a lot of bitches out here doing hair and they're not hairstylists, okay? Um, just because you know how to get scraps from your kitchen. <laughs> And put together some shit into a TikTok video and it goes viral. It does not make you a chef. <laughs> Those people go to school to understand and learn the chemistry and science behind food. That's the crazy thing about it. That's the crazy thing about it. They go to school to learn this and people are out here eating shit that just no, became trendy no. <laughs> over TikTok. Like who the hell thought who thought of these fucking spicy bowls? Have you seen that shit? The what? People are making spicy bowls now. It's just what a bunch. The asshole should be on fire. It's like the 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 hot sausages, chopped up hot sausages, red hots or whatever. You got uh, jalapenos, banana peppers. You got all these spices and shit seasonings. Um, you got uh, what is what else is in there? It's a bunch of shit. Pickled eggs, there's just some of everything that is hot in this bowl, and people are really buying this. I mean, like, buying it. It looked like something that's, that's, that's from the hood. Thing. Yeah, I don't know if it's a hood thing, but people all... And people are making it in bulks. I got spicy bowls. People in jail. I get I guarantee <laughs> they have to call them. <laughs> that's I guarantee if them chefs that went to school started making this this weird shit, people are like, oh my god, this is fantastic. No, no, then they're I gonna start. Not. Then they're gonna no, get a restaurant because you take the time and the money. Um, you take the time and you invest the money in understanding and going to school, understanding food, the chemistry of food. And then, yeah, you get to choose after you've gotten the education <laughs> and the foundation if you want to start making weird shit. There's, there's plenty of shit, real chefs out here making crazy shit for people to eat, right? But they also had that background. They did the steps. So you telling me? So you telling me you only going to trust a chef to make weird shit for you? Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not eating no weird shit from some weird ass person. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Mm-mm. I'd rather you tell me you're a chef and I'm like, oh, okay, so you know what's going you, on. You, here. You've tried it, you've mixed it together, you already right. had in your mind what flavors gonna, are going to come you know, out. Explode in my stomach or some craziness <laughs> or, you know. It's we, something that's um, non-digestible, you know. <laughs> like, well, all these people are around here trying to swallow cinnamon, and it's just not oh, something that you can do. <laughs> they go ask. They go ask. Fucking wood, you're trying to eat. You know, <laughs> they're gonna add sugar to the cinnamon and say this is the new combination when you want something. And sweet. it was it was an idiot who was like, "Let's just let's do TikTok and let's swallow cinnamon." <laughs> like, this is why. I don't know. What is, the chef would have been able to tell you no. 
you can't do that. You shouldn't do that. Now, what is cinnamon? Because I've never, I've had cinnamon on things as an accent, but I've never it's really. It's like a bark, but like when you get it in, in certain forms, like you can't digest it because it literally is like a stick. Like think about mm. wood. Like if you got a branch from outside <laughs> and you tried to like, if you didn't cut it up or grind it up enough for it to be fine enough that's why you can cook it in food you could do it that way but you can't just take a scoop of it and try to (laughs) swallowing fucking wood like you can't and why would you want to cut up your esophagus (laughs) (laughs) this is is so funny this is so funny to me i'm excited to see what crazy shit people are going to come up with you know, I'm not I'm not big on the social media. I like I took a hiatus the end of the year, like the last two weeks of the year from pretty much all my social media. And it actually felt really good. It wasn't just like a cleanse. I just wanted to kind of challenge myself because Instagram is my thing. I love pictures. I love seeing pictures of other people, places, whatever the case may be. So that's the social media I'm on more times if I'm on anything. But taking mm-hmm. those two weeks off, it was just like I found myself doing other shit. And if I wasn't doing other shit, I was going to sleep. So now my... So you caught up up on sleep and life. I really did. And so this year, I feel like, or at least I want to attempt to do more living in the moment versus any type of social media. Yeah, but you don't even be on social like that. I don't, but I want to cut it down to it being very minimal. Because it was like... For me, it's like, what were we doing before all these major networks came about? We were enjoying company. We were finding things to do at our time. Um, <clears throat> you know, just doing different things. And uh, one thing that I used to do, was I used to, be, I used to be a really good drawer. I used to love to draw. Freehand and all. But once I found something that excited me more, which at the time was, I want to say, MySpace, I just kind of stopped. Because it's like drawing became boring because it wasn't as exciting. I was having to use my imagination when I can go to MySpace and I can create a whole page using like codes and shit. I can use my creativity in that way. And then it went from MySpace to Facebook and then Facebook to Instagram. And I forgot how much I actually used to love to draw. Okay. I'm so, the complete opposite. I'll be on social more now. Okay. Yeah, because you, yeah, you... I mean, for me, it's, you know, it's branding. I have a business. Right. It's, it's different for me than it is right. for you. So how do you how do you think you're going to be on social media? Are you giving yourself, like, I'm amount gonna, of days I'm you need to be on? I'm going to hate Are you challenging yourself to, like, post at least once a day or like post up oh, a, I really a story. Do that. I might put in like at least once to twice a day and then I'm on stories at least three to five is what I'm trying to be at. But I probably do more than that. It's just it gets it's it's a lot to think about. It is on top of everything else that I have to think about. Right. But um it's needed for me. Mm-hmm. And so I gotta just be there a little bit more and and more into just the you know posting a meme or posting a picture right. it gotta be a little bit more interactive and you know talking to the people the people who want to hear from me at least right and they, and the haters that are watching <laughs> <laughs> 
You didn't have to throw so, that in there for them. You really did. I'm didn't. just saying, you know, <laughs> they be looking. And they do. It's okay. I'll give them something to see. Oh, another thing. You know, my love for tennis shoes. I've always been a sneakerhead, I guess, is what you would call me. Um, I don't think I'm going to buy as many shoes this year. I don't, I don't feel it in my soul. Last year, I said I want so to cut back. the opposite of everything, huh? Okay. Pretty much. Because it. it's like we're talking about being uncomfortable. For me, like when I hadn't bought any shoes in a long time or I felt like I hadn't, I'm getting on Nike because I feel like I need to buy something. almost like an addict. I just need to buy a pair of shoes. But it's just like, I don't really care anymore. And it could be because of the spike in prices of shoes um, and all the hoops and everything you you got to go through to get them. I don't know if that's kind of just kind of turned me off. But it's just mm-hmm. like, I have so many shoes and I don't wear them on a daily basis. I only really wear them on the weekends just because I'm working during the week. I, okay. You know, and even if, even though I'm working from home, I'm at home. I'm not putting on those shoes during the week. Right. And on the weekends, those are my downtime if I'm going anywhere. So it's like, okay. There's no purpose for them right now. There's no purpose for them in general. And so it's like, I have all these shoes. And usually my good deed is every time I buy five pair of shoes, I give away five pair. I just, I don't sell anybody. I just give them to someone in need or someone that can use them, whatever the case may be. But it's just like, I spend a lot of money on shoes. Yes, okay. I love them, but it's like I'm not even wearing them. And it's like I'm just I feel like like people have this issue with eating too much. I buy shoes too much. And now it's kind of turned me off as a person because it's like, bro, what are you doing? Okay. And so this year that is that is one of my challenges where I'm going to give myself you know, I can buy shoes at will, but I'm going to give myself only, at most, I can only buy seven pairs of shoes this year. So, every every other month? <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen, just, that is a step for me. <laughs> well, I understand, take all the baby steps you yes. need. Yes, so I can only, I can only buy a max of seven pairs of shoes this year. Not saying okay. there's a timeline or when I can get them or whatever, but I can only get seven. And if you don't make the seven, it's okay. Exactly. And that's why I have to give myself a max. Because okay. if I tell myself, oh, just don't buy no shoes this week or I mean this month, I'm just going to buy two pair next month. Okay. So I'm still defeating the pers- purpose. And like we talked about, this is about feeling uncomfortable, pushing ourselves to an area where we have to control ourselves, think for ourselves and push ourselves. And so I'm putting a lot of restraints on myself that I normally wouldn't, not because I don't have the ability to control myself, but I just want to see how well I'll do. I just want to challenge myself with action, not just words. So we're going to suggest for to say, if I post some shoes, don't keep a count. I'm talking about that six and it's only February. God damn it, my you did this. I'm going to be like, oh, you got six more. <laughs> you got six more, and it's only the end of January. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> we may have to okay. take a hiatus from social media. I'll just delete so my whole demo. Did you jump off the plane? So, this is the thing. We were going. Um, 
But we had already had everything booked and our reservation was at 12 on New Year's Eve. We got an email that morning, I say maybe around 7-ish, that there may be some delays because of fog. So down here in Florida, I want to say like the past two weeks, it's been extremely, extremely foggy. And so, of course, when you go skydiving, you have to take a plane up. So if anyone <laughs> remembers what happened to Kobe... The worst email that you could get. Right. They are. On the morning that you're supposed to go and jump out of a plane is that just two things you don't really want to hear. Is that the the plane is having mechanical issues. (laughs) That's the first one. (laughs) And that there's fog. Right. And so when we got the text, they said pretty much there's going to be delays. There may be some delays. So meaning like what they do reservations and I don't know if they do it on a 30 minute interval when they take people up or if it's an hour interval. I'm not really sure. So it pretty much, I think they open at seven. So everyone that was supposed to jump at seven or so, however they do it with intervals, everything was pushed back. I didn't know people skydive for fun. Like I didn't oh, know yeah. they just... I didn't know they just just go and do oh, it so like they kept Everybody out. was going there for the first time, like you. No, I know maybe people there, but I thought it would be based on reservations, and then that, you know, it wouldn't be that many people trying to do the same thing. But when we got, when I got there, I got there at eleven eighteen, just to kind of see what it was, you know, get myself prepared, get myself pumped up. I had my water, my fruit, because I didn't want to eat shit, because I didn't want to ruin the moment. Um, by throwing up coming down. So I kept the light. But when I got to the parking lot, it was people everywhere. It was people like they had their tents and shit set up. It was like they planning on going up multiple times today. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, no. I I don't know. I I have no. Right. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Why do you have a tent out here? I see people with lunch boxes. Like, how long are you? How long did you plan to be out here? (laughs) Right, so I'm, I'm, I was shocked seeing that there. I'm like, is this a campground? Like, is this a shelter for the homeless? What the fuck is happening? And I get mm. there, we check in, and it's people sitting outside. Like, you have the runway with the airplanes, and you have people off to one side setting up, you know, getting their parachuting their items and everything together. And you got people just waiting. And I asked them, I was like, okay, so my scheduled jump is at 12 with my friends or whatever. Um, what time do we need to be back up here so that we can go through, I guess, you know, the instructions of what you can't do if you die, all those different things. And she was like, pretty much you're, you're there behind. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm thinking maybe like 30, 40 minutes. She was like, no, it's about maybe three, four hours when I can't even tell you for sure how long, maybe longer than that. I said three, four hours. And you expect me to just stay here to jump for 30 seconds. So ended up not getting a rain check. I mean, not getting a refund because we knew if we got a refund, we were never going to go back and actually do it. So we did a rain check to where they keep our money. So the only way we can get it back is if we go over there to get it back. And if we go, we might as well jump. So first appointment that they have or the first reservation, that way we can be the first ones to kind of jump. So... Sometime this month, we are going to jump. Just not sure when. We're going to look at our schedules and figure out. But I, I think I'm okay to jump still. I think I am. Okay. Yeah. I think I am. 
And I, I guess what made me feel better too is that uh, people were saying that it's not like a roller coaster where when you go straight down, you feel your stomach drop. And I think that was my biggest fear because I know what that feels like. But they're saying, no, you don't feel any drop. So I think I'm okay. Then you feel death. That's what you feel. Um, Possibly. Um, Yeah. I just, I, and I needed to ask them if I can fall backwards out of the plane. What? But I don't, looking down at what is down there, what I can't see, that freaks me out. Because on the video, they did everything. If I was super terrified, I would have definitely got a refund watching that video. Because they pretty much told you, if you die, once you sign this waiver, we're not liable. But we'll send this to your parents in case they want to try to sue or your family or anything and let them know that we have no because you chose pretty much and they're like if you don't understand and they're like if you don't understand what's in writing you can have an attorney look over it like what like i'm finna jump today what the fuck you mean have an attorney look over it you know i'm not gonna have an attorney look over it but i was like whatever and then they tell you about you know we're gonna have to strap you up with the harness and stuff and if someone touches you inappropriately you still you know, you signed this waiver saying that you're not going to press charges. So, if I die, you can't yes. jump. Don't say shit. You, you can't say shit. Someone has to be attached to your ass. They grab your, your breasts or your woo-ha. It is what it is. So, I'm like, okay, this is great. I can get molested. I have to just walk away in the new year. Um, If I die, that's just all my family wrote. Um, And they pretty much show a video of someone jumping out the plane and, you know, bad things that have happened. I was like, well, if I wasn't terrified before, then I damn sure am, sure am now. Like, I think that video was the worst thing we could have watched. But we're still going to do it. I don't, I don't even want to know what's on the video. I, I can imagine what the worst is. It, it's fucking stupid. It was fucking stupid. Like, why would you show someone that's jumping for the first time this? Because they have to give you all the possibilities. I know I can go. I know I can go splash. They don't want you to say, well, they never told me that there was um, a chance that I would die or that I thought this was foolproof. I thought you guys had anything. (laughs) You know, it's just like when you see certain rules. Or we work walk into a restaurant and says, please keep your shirt and your shoes on. You have to have your shirt and shoes on. You're like. Why are you telling me to have my clothes on? Right. Because a motherfucker walked up in there with no clothes on one day. And we had to we had to apologize to all the people that were in here and the children that were in here eating to the man who came in in his drawers. You know what I'm saying? So that's what you have to do. The thing that is the most obvious. Oh, gosh. You would think that people would just automatically know. Right. But they don't steps and clauses just so that they can sue. Right. They want you to slip up and forget and tell me, oh, you think you could pay? (laughs) Oh, this could happen. This could get jammed. Or, oh, yeah, I just forgot to tell you that somebody just may accidentally grab your breast while you're in the air. You know what I'm saying? Like, those type of things because somebody turned around and sued them for what they forgot to tell. And they're going to win. There's... Yeah, it was just like, whatever, just go ahead and let me just jump, please. I'd appreciate it. Like, don't tell me this right before you. Matter of fact, they could have sent that to me via email. They should have sent it to you at the same time they sent the, it's foggy outside. 
before you even come in, it's foggy outside. And let me show you what could happen if you decide to show up. And and when we got there, Watch and they this said, video before you get here. When they said that they were behind, I wasn't even upset because I'm like, I appreciate it because I seen what happened to Kobe and them. They should have been up there. I'm glad you guys are making an executive decision. Even though we don't have mountains down here in Florida, we got people that can't yeah. see. We got people who can't drive. I know we got people who can't fly. <laughs> <laughs> and after my cousin, who's a flight attendant, tell me how they be cutting up in the air, the pilots be taking over, cutting people off, and all that what? bullshit. What you mean, cut it off? I didn't know that was a thing. Like Me I didn't know that the high, the the high, the sky highway is just like I four. It's just what? like seventy five or ninety five. Any other highway on the ground? No, I thought they can only be in certain paths by themselves. Like, and they have Child, to. That's what's supposed to happen. But if you're trying to get someplace fast, if you're behind in your route, <laughs> so fast. We can yes. take our time. Who knew? Who knew that that was a thing happening in the air? And see, that's why I'm not flying Spirit or Frontier because you're not going to be racing in this now, shit. It ain't even done. Yeah, give me a Delta. I'd rather down a Delta than on the Air Greyhound. It's, it's the ones that you don't think that's the ones that are being reckless out there. I feel like I feel like you know the Deltas, the American Airlines. They got I I feel safer if they're racing in the sky, but the other ones, hell no. Nah, you go to speed limit. Mm-mm. You go slow. We'll get there when no, we get you there. Want, you want the American Airlines and the Delta to go to speed limit because they're the ones getting the most flights. They're the ones that's <laughs> the most overworked. <laughs> They're the ones the most overworked. So they have you, you saw the, the what was it, Southwest when that whole window just oh, busted yeah. open during flight and sucked <laughs> that lady right the hell out the window of the plane. Come on. That was beyond yeah. their control though. The 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 screw must have been loose, or maybe they were going a little too fast. Because mm-hmm. Southwest is one of the road rages in the air. <laughs> <laughs> road rager and that's mm-hmm. and that's why i don't really like flying too because i have no control over what's happening at least in the car i can swerve or i can see what others are doing to make sure i'm cautious but when you're in the, when you're in the air ain't shit you can do about it but die i mean shit it's the same way i feel when i gotta get on i4 every day <laughs> that shit just is scary People out here driving fucking crazy. It literally goes from what? Tampa to. Where does it go? No, I4 goes all the. Who knows? Yeah, it's never ending. It's never fucking ending. Right. It, It just doesn't end. They're constantly doing construction, so you don't know where it starts. You don't really know where it ends, but it goes through Orlando. I do know that. I do know it goes through Tampa. I know it may take you to Jacksonville through that. It'll take you a number of different places. You can get anywhere with it, but it's highly dangerous. It's almost like, it's almost probably as dangerous as somebody having a gun. (laughs) Might as well. Yeah. Yeah, it got a a high number of death rates on I-4. But yes. So, 
this year for us, we can both agree that it's about pushing ourselves to uncomfortability. Isn't that what you said? Yes. That's the word? Pushing ourselves to uncomfortability, growing and making new relationships, and expanding our horizons. Yes. All righty. That's the plan. That's the goal as of January 3rd, 2022. Yeah. I've seen about two or three weeks. That's that's why I say as of January 3rd. That's why I say January 3rd. That is the plan. This is what we're going to try to do. We can only try. God knows our hearts. Now, if it does, if it falls through next month, then it just wasn't meant to be. Right. We'll try again next year. Next year. Maybe that's not what. That's not, not the path God wanted for this year. To be. Right. We're not going to force. We're just going to say fuck it. Everybody else say fuck yeah. it. Right. So that's I'm the only be... one out here doing shit, trying to make my life better. There... <laughs> other people waking up every day, like, mm. and you gonna just yeah, yeah. We'll just say fuck it. That's the motto this year. Fuck it. Just do it like Nike. <laughs> just do it like Nike. Okay, where can they find us? Yes, you guys can find us on SoundCloud. If you have an iPhone, on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify. Google Play, Stitcher, and Amazon Podcast as well. If you have any questions, you want to give us any topics, this year we're going to try to be more interactive with you guys. You can email us at Balance and Water. Wait a minute. Who said that? We're going to try to be more interactive. That was not part of the plan. Okay, go it ahead. Is. It is. It is. I just added that in there. So as of January 3rd, that's the plan. Uh, okay. You can email us at balanceandwater at yahoo.com or balanceandwater at gmail.com. You can find our Instagrams down below. Um, our podcast page is ba- at balanceandwater and then both of our personal pages as well. You can DM us. We're going to respond, or at least we're going to try to as of January 3rd. So. Okay. All right, guys. We will talk to you guys next week and. We'll give you an update as to if our plan is still intact. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Bye. Bye.